Welcome to the Hear My Heart broadcast where I talk about the matters of the heart. You can't understand a person without getting to the root, which is hearing them. I am your host, Tiffany Rochelle, affectionately known as the People's Cheerleader. Here's something I want to share about me. I'm an author, a speaker, a heart and a motivational coach, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in and we have the opportunity to grow together. I'm here to encourage and motivate you to be the best you ever. If you're feeling a little stuck or stagnated or you're having a hard time getting over some things, please know you're not alone and that you've come to the right place and you're listening to the right person to help you through that. So let's dive into today's show of Hear My Heart. Here we grow. Hey, hello, 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 everyone. Good evening. I'm so delighted that you have decided to take some of your non-refundable time and you're spending it with me and my VIP. So I am super excited and elated that you're deciding to do uh, some time with me. So thank you. Uh, I need you to do me a super huge favor though. Uh, Before we get started, I need you to sow into my life, okay? And that sewing is showing me how much you care. Here's what I mean by that. They have an old saying that says sharing is caring, right? So with that being said, what I need you to do is to share this particular uh, show with somebody. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I'm not asking you for money. That's not what I'm here for. But I want you to show that you care. So sharing is caring. That's what they say. And show me how much you care and share this particular broadcast because I have somebody super amazing with me on tonight. I have the missing piece with me here as my VIP. And he's the owner of his private practice. Uh Uh-huh. Notice I put lots of emphasis on his, okay? And his practice is called Missing Pieces Counseling Services. <laughs> See what I did there? Uh, he has shared, uh, his. Uh, he's going to share some of his childhood experiences with us and the experiences that he had. Well, he ain't going to tell nobody's business. So when I say this, so be careful, okay? Of <laughs> the experiences that he has experienced with some of his clients. Um, And in that particular process, he has discovered the importance of the different beliefs um, and lessons that are learned through family and daily interactions. So I swear you're going to understand why I came on with a smile on my face because this VIP is pretty dope. So my VIP that I have with me on tonight is the very own Mr. Terrence Dawkins. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. You got it. Not a problem. <laughs> Tell me something. You ready? Yeah. What do you want to know? I want to know what you're thankful for. I'm thankful for being here today as far as not only on the show, Mm -hmm. but just being able to see another day, being able to help other people and continue to help myself grow. Okay. I like that. You better come on and talk. I like your attitude of gratitude. So thank you, sir. (laughs) I think that's cute. Thank you so much. Um, Tell me something. Because you do specialize, you have a specialty, I guess I should say, um, and you specialize in transgenerational trauma. 
Yep. Can you tell us what that is? What so it's two concepts. It, it's intergenerational trauma, which could be the transmission of trauma from parent to child, directly okay. from parent to child. And mm -hmm. then transgenerational trauma is similar, but the only difference is it goes across generations. Mm -hmm. So that could be trauma that I have experienced mm -hmm. through my parents that they've experienced through, you know, their parents, which would be my grandparents, mm -hmm. and then their parents, which would be my great grandparents. So it could mm -hmm. just think traumas that continue to go across generations. That's transgenerational trauma. Mm -hmm. Intergenerational trauma is directly from your parents or caregivers. Wow. How do we notice that? Or is there anything you could tell us so that we can be like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, this, this, wait a minute. Is there anything that we can pay attention to? Well, there's a lot, it depends. Really. Okay. It mm -hmm. depends on what behaviors are you noticing within yourself that might not be beneficial to you okay. because they once served a purpose. Sure. And okay. now they are, they probably become maladaptive or mm -hmm. they've, started to cause some type of stress or friction in your life so what that could look like is you better you i'm sorry i've been trying to hold it because you were saying so you use the word again come on use your college stress, word. stress or friction mm -mm. The, yeah i love that yeah <laughs> i'll throw a big word in here every now and again well big for me because it might not be big for something you're on to something there because i kid you not i got a few friends that that's just like saying hello too but no, i was no. like no i'm gonna wait till he finished he gonna finish no nah, he in a good note i'm sorry i interrupted you're him, right <laughs> no but what that could look like is in order for my mom to protect me she tells me i need to be at home before the street lights come on now okay. That's for protection. But to me, I interpret that as she's being strict and she doesn't want me to do anything. Mm -hmm. And so now I live my life thinking mom was too strict on me. I'm not going to let anyone control me. Mm -hmm. So when I feel controlled, I react to that feeling or emotion. Okay. And so now you just got tra got past trauma from your parents because they're trying to make sure that everything's okay with you and protect you but you don't interpret it that way so i think the trauma gets passed down when their intention does not match the child's interpretation okay so. wow i didn't wait a minute maybe i should say i've been triggered <laughs> i used to want to go off the porch all the time yeah you <laughs> know you're gonna stay on that porch you better not move. Listen, I'm watching all the little chat, all the little children in the neighborhood. I'd be like, "Ooh, there they go!" Ooh, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, "I want to go play." And I just climb over the railing. Jesus, I just told on myself. I climb over the railing and go on that side. So she didn't see me go down the stairs. So I had a cute little porch and long stairs. And I'm like, "I'm gonna get off this porch. Everybody's playing. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go play too." But I had to kind of sneak out. <laughs> and, and another thing is, see, our parents they they experience things differently than we did. Thank you. Yes. So they come up with their own sets of beliefs or how things should be or how things should go. Mm -hmm. So ultimately what's going to happen is those beliefs, they're going to try to instill in us because that's all they know. Mm -hmm. But again, that interpretation piece of it, how do we interpret what they're meaning or what they're trying to do? Mm -hmm. And so they might say, I'm never going to be like my parents. Right. I children, I'm never going to be like them. 
So mm-hmm. now they try to overcompensate for not being like their parents. Mm-hmm. They still mm-hmm. traumatize the kids in the process anyway. So would you say talking to our parents about certain things matters? It matters a lot because mm-hmm. a part of this intergenerational trauma piece is built in secrets. Mm-hmm. Because we don't really never know what our parents truly went through mm-hmm. to make mm-hmm. them react to certain situations like they react to. Mm-hmm. So if my parent reacts in anger all the time, okay, they don't necessarily tell us what they're triggered by. Sure. So mm-hmm. yes, it might be by the event that the child did or the behavior that the child did, but mm-hmm. it's not always necessarily the behavior. It's mm-hmm. what that behavior triggered within the parent. Okay. And those secrets keep mm-hmm. us from fully understanding our parents, especially as children, because as children, we are still, de- our brains are still developing and we're trying to make yeah. sense of the world. And we look into our parents to help us make yeah. sense of it, mm-hmm. but we can't make sense of it if they don't communicate with us and tell yeah. us what's going on. Now, I'm not saying parents mm-hmm. need to tell us everything because you know, right. they tell us, you know, they always <laughs> say the same way, stay in a child's place, yeah. but just yeah. being able to communicate why you're doing something or why you're reacting away, why you're trying to protect them, mm-hmm. why you don't want to do a certain behavior. Mm-hmm. And relating it to your own experience as a parent or caregiver can help mm-hmm. that child fully understand and not interpret it in a negative way. Okay. You think there's a healthy age for us to have conversations about past secrets that we have? Hey y'all, it's Tiffany Rochelle here, and I have a few offers just for you. The first one is my book, and it's called I Choose Me. Now, I have had to fight in some type of way or another, but the best fight that I fought is the battle of me, the old me versus the emerging me. Now, the old me always threw some good punches, but the emerging me knew how to stick and move because I learned the art of endurance. I'm so much better than my past hate was and is so hard to hold on to. Choose to let love abide. Try to hold hate with love and you tell me who is The second offer is a workbook I have called Gold Digger. Now there are about 47 activities that we will go through so that you will be able to crush some of your goals for your life. You purchasing this book is one of the first of many steps to bettering your life. There's action plans that you can take action on and they should be incorporated into a daily planned routine. Lastly, I have a course on forgiveness. Forgiveness isn't just a nice thing to do. It can also be a powerful tool to bring marvelous change in your life. In this course, you'll learn how to effectively use the skills of forgiveness to help you lead a more peaceful and satisfying life. You will be introduced to the basics of forgiveness, including what it is 
and how it can affect you. So today, unleash the power of forgiveness to create a more meaningful life. Next, I want you to learn that it is okay for you to choose you. And lastly, develop a mindset to see and crush some of your goals. Looking so forward to growing with you. I'm excited for you and your growth. This is a healthy age for us to have conversations about past secrets that we have. Because we always want to keep secrets. And I can't just... That's yeah. a good question. I don't necessarily know if there's a right age. I think it really depends on the maturity level of the child. Sure. And I don't think there's ever a, a right age to not talk, but you can always communicate at the level the child is at. Okay. And so that they can understand it at their own level. And a part of the secrets come from shame about what we've been through, the okay. guilt that we, you know, been through. Um, so those are what the secrets, how the secrets are created and why we try not to talk about those things. And something that comes to mind. Okay. Okay. The movie. Uh-huh. Encanto. Um, we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> Wait. I, feel, I, hate, I hate it. Cause tell me the movie. The movie is what? about... You've never seen Encanto? No. That's why I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I need to know. So Encanto is a, it's a, it's a cartoon movie. Okay. I think it's like a Disney movie okay. about, and I hope people out there that are real Disney fans, if it's not a Disney movie, I'm sorry. Okay. I've not made that mistake. But anyway, Disney, it's a movie about a family who has gifts they call them gifts mm -hmm. so one is super strong the other one has you know they can i think see into the future or whatnot but they have gifts that help build their community and protect their community okay. but it's this one girl who when they turn a certain age she never got a gift okay and okay. then it's based off of how that family kept a secret about the origin of how the family ended up getting the gifts anyway and the grandmother's brother is mm -hmm. outcasted okay because he's not really fitting into the norm of the family okay. and that's why i said we don't talk about bruno that's a family secret that was kept from everybody and the that was the grandpa so to speak uh the uncle or something uncle. okay 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 Okay. So we don't talk about Bruno. Ultimately, is we don't talk about our family secrets. We don't talk about the things that truly went on mm -hmm. because of shame, because of guilt. Mm -hmm. so, gotcha. It's a good what, movie. You should watch it. Now, I'm, I promise you that's going to be, if I don't watch it this week, I definitely, go. I love watching movies Saturday morning. So if it's not something I can watch this week, definitely it's going to be my Saturday morning movie. So I'm definitely watching that. Question, when you talked about secrets, what just came to mind is what do you think is a healthy secret to keep? And what is something that's unhealthy that we possibly, I won't even say that's unhealthy. Yeah, I am going to say unhealthy. What's something that we keep as a secret that mm, is something that we kind of need to say something about that might possibly get us some help? Yeah, so I honestly wouldn't know what an unhealthy secret would be. Okay. But I would say, like I said, it's all about who you're communicating it to okay. and communicating it to the on their level. Mm -hmm. Because any type of secrets that we keep, 
Mm -hmm. Those are burdens that we're ultimately carrying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any secret that we keep. And the more secrets, the more burdens, which mm -hmm. means I feel a lot heavier. Okay. I feel this pain in my chest or this tightness in my chest or this uncomfortable feeling in my gut each time I get triggered by an event or a circumstance. Okay. And then I respond to that trigger. So yes. it really depends on who you're talking to, but I do recommend talking to someone about it. Because when you're able to get those burdens out and you're able to get help you, that's when you begin being able to begin to heal. Absolutely. Yeah. Those burdens is not heavy. I mean, no. they are not, they're not healthy. They're heavy. Exactly. <laughs> so I kid you not, if we share some of those, some, my kids are grown now. They're 25, 24 and 20. So I get the chance to have some healthy conversations now. Yeah. And there were some things that weren't necessarily a secret. But it was too early for them mm -hmm. to understand and for them to hear. Didn't want looking at different people a certain kind of way. Still kind of want to protect them a little bit. Mm -hmm. And if you decide to go talk to them, more to, hey, more power to you. But you're grown enough now to have these conversations to say, hey, what happened? Why are you like this? Is mm -hmm. everything OK? You know, yeah. and they get the opportunity to filter through it versus me telling them, Something that's not really a family secret, but it's just y'all seven. <laughs> you yeah. Know, too young to understand it. So for like me, one mm -hmm. of my things is mom always taught us that family is all that we got. That's her saying. Family is all that we got. Yeah. So ultimately what she is saying is you always have to be there for family. We the only thing we have is each other. Mm -hmm. But sometimes family will pull you down quicker than strangers. Right, right, right. right. So Living your life with that that mantra, mm -hmm. family is all that we got. It's mm -hmm. fine. So living with that mantra that family is all that we got mm -hmm. can I almost do you more harm. But now I, I took a moment and I asked her. I said, "Mama, where did where did you get that from? Like, why mm -hmm. did you teach that to us?" I asked her that, and she said, "Well, that's what your grandmother used to always tell us." Mm -hmm. Okay. So I said, "Okay, so this came from grandma." Okay. Now, if my grandma was still living, I would go to my grandma and be like, "Grandma, where did you get this from? Mm -hmm. Like, why mm -hmm. did you, why did you so caught up on this? Caught up on families, all that we got. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I, if I was to guess, it was because my grandma raised her four children, hang on, okay. yeah, four children by herself. Hmm. Okay. So okay. that's why she ultimately, you, we are all that we got. We have to be there for each other because that's how we're going to survive. Mm -hmm. So now my mom teaches that to us. Right. And now that's passed on to me. So right. now it's a burden I have to carry mm -hmm. that didn't really start with me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Would you change the meaning to that or so, put a little bit more definition? Yeah. If you decide to take that on, because I do believe family is all you got, but I also don't believe in just the blood family mm -hmm. or me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I like that and I totally believe we are all we have because I'm the, I'm I'm guilty. I've said it to my kids before. Yep. Like, this is it, y'all. Like, okay, this is it. But I also like you can still expand your borders. You yes. So family doesn't necessarily have to be mom, dad, brother, mm -hmm. sister. Family could be I have a a friend group. Okay. Family could be I have aunts and uncles. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have these extended families that we call or we put in our family group ultimately you're building a support system so some a lot of times with she my mom's definition of family is me my brother and my sister and her okay. that's okay. our family that's what she means 
Mm-hmm. But to me, family would be me, my brother, my sister, you know, mm-hmm. my some of my mentors, some of my mm-hmm. friends. And now, now I'm expanding it. I'm not really constricting it. Don't but, believe in that. What's on the back of your wall? Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's the brother. That's the brother. That's, that's my brother. Yeah. You know? So that's what I mean. This is, but the teachings that we are that things that we are taught mm-hmm. are sometimes confined, and mm-hmm. in order to heal, we probably got to expand them a little bit. Absolutely. That's how family definitely can grow for real. So I think you did change the dynamic from what you, I guess, what you believe grandma meant or where mom came from from that, mm-hmm. and you made it your own. Yeah. Now it took some time. It wasn't always that way. <laughs> it wasn't always that way. But it really took some start time, and I'm really still trying to work on that. Okay. So that's a work in progress for you. Yeah, that's a work okay. in progress. Okay. I you. Tell me, I'm Rosie. What do you think that makes you so unique? Unique as in what? I think you're just a peculiar individual for real. So you're very different. So what do you think is the, you know, like you'll talk to your friends and your friends just think you're super cool. And you're like, what is it that they see in me? What do you think is so unique about you? I always make people laugh for some reason. You definitely do. And it's not because you're funny. My humor makes me unique. Right. So even in moments where people might feel you know, sad and down, I have this natural ability to not only hear what they're saying, I can hear what they're not saying. Gotcha. And I pay attention to that. And that's when people feel heard, they feel seen. Mm-hmm. And then I use my humor with that ability in order to help heal them or attempt to heal them and pick them up. Oh, you so cool. Oh, <laughs> I appreciate you for that. That's pretty dope. Tell me this. How do we get in contact with you? So the best way to get in contact with me would either be through my website, which is www.missingpiecescounselingllc.com or my email, which is Terrence at missingpiecescounseling.com. Sweet. Do we get to follow you on social media or that's off limits for you? No, that's fine too. So Instagram is Missing Pieces Counseling. Facebook is Missing Pieces Counseling Services. I appreciate you. I swear, I really meant that for real, for real. I think you're a dope person. I think you're super. I appreciate that. And you, you are right. I'm grateful that you have been able to embrace your uniqueness because that, (laughs) when I talk to you, I cry. As cool as you are, as suave as you are, you know, as as dapper as you are. (laughs) (laughs) Don't start that. Don't start that, please. Thank you. I ain't about to stop. Yo, go <laughs> You got to chill. I swear, I am not about to play with you. So listen. That's when you know things are serious when somebody going like this. It is like sincere. And I'm like, that's why I, I was having my head down. I started laughing at you. And then I look up. I was like, God dang it. He's still doing it. <laughs> you are challenging. I swear. But I love it. And I wouldn't have you any other way. Use the country yeah. boy. And I absolutely love so let me ask you that too. I just thought about that. Light came on. Do you consider yourself to be a country boy or southern? I don't even know if I identify with any of those labels. You know, I don't, I, I really couldn't even tell you. I, I definitely am not a city boy. I can tell you that. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, you you already have the twang in you because you're from South Kakalaki. Exactly. Right. right. But you got that country. So when you talk, you you do enunciate your words. 
However, comma, you still kind of got that country grammar to you, okay? A little bit. <laughs> so that's why I guess I'm kind of asking what your country grammar, your your countryness, and that. yeah, I you see know, I a little bit of it now. So which one would you say you more southern? Would you, if you had to identify as something, mm -hmm. I say southern, okay. southern, southern. Right. So you don't want me to call you country boy? Call it southern boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not southern. southern. <laughs> I, I, I'll take southern. Okay, southern for the win, then, huh? Yep. <laughs> gotcha. So listen, we are coming to the close of the show. And I have a game that I like to play. It's called This or That. Okay. I don't what like do making decisions right off the top now. <laughs> well, you got three seconds to think about it. And then you go, that ain't off the top. I gave you some All time right, to <laughs> So I'm going to ask you the question. And you got to give me if it's this or that. And then tell me why you chose that. You had a lot of stipulations. It is. It's <laughs> yes, right. I ain't going I ain't too bad on you. I ain't hurting you too bad. I'm ready. You need that. Okay, ready? Have a great job or be a great boss. I'd rather <laughs> be a great boss. Okay. Because I believe great bosses make great jobs. Come through. Okay, so it's the hands. I swear, it's the hands. It's the hands, the hands. It's got to be the hands. <laughs> Question number two. Get your ears pierced or dye your hair? I'll get my ears pierced because I already had them pierced before, but I let my mm -hmm. holes closed up. You're so lame. <laughs> so you're going to get your ears pierced now? Both of them. Mercy, all right. No, nosy, part two to that question. Did you have dangling earrings or you was a stud? I was a stud. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Third and final question. Ready for this? Have a regular, boring life or have something unexplainable happen to you every day? That's a hard one now. Because I got a follow-up question. When you say unexplainable, <laughs> I don't know how unexplainable we talking because it could be so bad. <laughs> I'm that in life because I don't know, no, no, nothing bad, unexplainable. No. Uh, I, okay, so the B clause of that, if I choose to say, it's nothing bad for that. I say unexplainable. Okay. Providing that it's nothing negative. That is nothing bad. Okay. Now, if you just leave it as unexplainable, I'm going to be boring because I, I, I can't do it. It is unexplainable. Doc, doc, it ain't that doc, doc, you just had to be there. Man, she was bad. You, man, you just had to be there. She was. That's, yeah. You think that kind of unexplainable? No, no it's just different. It could be anything, really. I don't have anything in mind, but I just don't want it to be anything negative. I can tell you that right now. I don't right. think anybody would want anything negative, unexplainable to happen to them. So, right. well, you got a valid point there. I wouldn't. I think that might be kind of fun. I want to be able to explain it, just like I made reference to. If it was me, I would love to explain. But it's kind of like Doc. You just kind of had to be there. I would love that moment, but I'm explaining it to you. And just every time you tell, come talk to me, I got something new. I'm one of them, yeah. like. I'm totally a woman. But you know, you talk to them old uncles and they always got a story. <laughs> I got some friends like that. They always got a story and 
I'm like, why doesn't that like that happen to me, man? Like, what's, what am I doing wrong? You ain't doing this, <laughs> or you doing that too much? That might be the problem. Stop. You don't see. Look, if you watch you do that tomorrow, I'm telling you this now. You just go kind of do it. You gonna go into it tomorrow, and ain't nobody gonna understand it. <laughs> so you just be like, so, so. Mm-hmm. I promise you, tomorrow I'm using that. I just want you to understand that tomorrow I'm using it. <laughs> so tell me this. I'm giving you the final thought. Okay, with your final thought you have our ear okay so we are going to have the opportunity to hear your heart what do you want us to know i keep it simple okay it's the kiss method so people believe that they're alone sometimes okay people feel like they're not heard they're not understood Mm -hmm. that they probably don't understand themselves okay so my final thought would be with the topic being intergenerational trauma, Mm -hmm. that a lot of things that you probably don't understand about yourself didn't start with you. And that's where you can probably start is understanding and acknowledging that it did not start with you. And maybe being curious about, well, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. And doing some exploration with that. That way you can understand yourself and show up for people authentically. I like it. Yep. Oh, I think, see? And this is why I say you're dope. <laughs> I try. I try. Doc, you try. Your trying wasn't in vain. You tried it. You did. You, but you did a good job with it. Good. Can I tell you I appreciate you? I appreciate I'm, you for having me. I am so grateful for you. I'm grateful to know you. I think you're a smooth, cackalacky guy. <laughs> and like I said, I, ain't a, I just try. That's it. Your trying is not in vain. So thank you. Appreciate you. you. I don't have a hat, but my hat's off to you, so I'll just do it that way. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be it for tonight's show. I hope you had a good pen. I hope you had some paper and you were able to write this down. If you did not write it down, guess what you have the ability to do? Turn it on again. (laughs) Feel free to download it. You'll hear it on anything that you have the opportunity to listen to. Make sure you are following Mr. Dawkins. Uh-huh. Make sure you are definitely following him. His information is going to be on the screen. So make sure that you follow my guy. All right. With that being said, that's going to be it for tonight's show. Grace and peace, everybody. Thank you.